Howdy, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. It is now October uh, 19th, 2019. I forgot what the day was. And I'm working with uh, medical students today, um, pretending to be a patient, or I guess they call them clients now, and grateful to be working here near a huge forest at this really nice medical school. Just had a really nice salad bar slash lunch. Healthy food is served here. I love that. I also brought my own food. And been listening to the new Edie Brickell and New Bohemians record called Rocket. I'm really, really loving Edie Brickell is a songwriter that I have loved since 1988 when their first album came out, Shooting Rubber Bands at the Stars, and their new album is called Rocket, and there's a song on there, What Makes You Happy, and the lyrics are just so soothing and refreshing. Edie Brickell is a a songwriter that I've loved the lyrics and melodies and music of for many years, for I guess like 31 years and she's refreshing. She doesn't really care much about fame, although she met Paul Simon and it was love at first sight and they quickly were together and had three kids and they're still together. So financially speaking, she really doesn't need to think about fame or her career financially speaking. But even even uh, before she met Paul Simon, she seemed to have this sort of attitude of not really caring about hit songs on the radio and fame and she really doesn't hardly wear any makeup and she dresses really casually even when she's performing on stage she also worked with Steve Martin recently he played the banjo and she wrote lyrics and she said she heard his instrumental banjo uh, tunes and she saw pictures in her head and it was easy to write stories and lyrics down based on what she heard because she saw pictures in her head and I think that's so cool um, that she sees pictures when she hears music. I am the same. When I hear music, I see shapes and patterns, more abstract. I don't really usually see stories and scenarios, and words don't necessarily pop into my head, although I do write a lot of poetry, and rhymes do pop into my head. But I don't know if that's in response to visual. It's more just something that's in my headspace. Um, but I just really love the lyrics and melodies that Edie Brickell has written over the last 30-some years, and I saw her live in Seattle. I guess a year ago they came here to Seattle, and I didn't know, otherwise I would have gone. So if you like that kind of music, it's kind of a folk rock, a little country thrown in. It's I don't know what kind of category it fits into. That's what, another reason why I love it, because it doesn't really fit into a neat little category. Um I don't really consider it pop music, but it's it's not like folk or blues or jazz or country. It's kind of its own Edie Brickell and New Bohemian style. So I just love it. It's refreshing. It's a lot of her song lyrics seem to be about being authentic and doing what you really love and seeing through all of the bullshit in the world and just being a genuine real natural human. I love that about her. 
So I just find her very refreshing to listen to. And also David Byrne, the lead singer to the Talking Heads, has a website called Reasons to be Cheerful, which piqued my interest because the news right now is just full of such drama, drama, drama. Who knows if what's-his-face will ever get impeached. I almost feel like he's going to get another four years. And everyone is acting as if if he would just get impeached, you know, then everything would be okay or, you know, as if as if the entire world depends on whether Donald Trump is impeached or not. And it's just kind of absurd and who knows if he ever will get impeached. I almost feel like the powers that be are all so corrupt that they don't care and they're just going to put up with it or find legal loopholes. So in other words, I don't really have a lot of faith in the United States' system, in our voting system. I do vote every time. But I can't be fake and say that I think we live in a democracy here in the United States. I don't really think it's kind of a pseudo-democracy. It's a partial democracy. I have the freedom to say what I'm saying right now into this recording device. Um, but as a low-income American, I don't have as much power as wealthy people do in the United States. So wealthy people have the power and the poor and the low, the middle class and the low income and the homeless have a lot less power than the wealthy elite, the corporations who don't pay taxes, blah, blah, blah. So the plutocracy or the oligarchy or whatever the heck it's called, um, I feel like capitalism can have a conscience, like Marianne Williams says, capitalism with a conscience. We can have that if we... Uh, swirl in a little democratic socialism, swirl it in with our, you know, deregulated capitalism or unregulated, you know, is that what Reagan meant when he said, we're going to turn the bull loose, we're going to turn the bull loose. So uh, to deregulate everything and allow Wall Street to do whatever it wants and allow corporate agreed to take over our healthcare system you know, our healthcare system in the United States is based on capitalism and profit, and price gouging is allowed. I think price gouging is technically supposed to be illegal, but it's not. It's legal here in the United States for a company to charge $1,000 for the same kind of insulin that, that costs 50 bucks in another country. Quite literally, it's legal here in the America for, in the United States, it's legal for corporations to rip you off and you die because of medical problems. If you can't afford your bills, you die or you go bankrupt. So that's legal in the United States. That's not democracy. Most people would not vote for that. Uh, it's legal for a corporation to pay you seven twenty-five an hour, which is something I made like 25 years ago. Nobody can live on seven twenty-five an hour. Okay, so don't get me started on that. And then there's another thing beyond duality. Oh yeah, David Byrne. David Byrne says he's autistic. He's mildly autistic. He's got Asperger's syndrome. Uh, meaning he, he really doesn't enjoy being social. He's not good at being social. He has to learn the social cues. He he's he says it's actually quite good for his music. So I'm a feeling, I have a feeling, I think I'm on the spectrum to some extent. I don't like a lot of social activity and I'm not comfortable with it. I can do it, but I'm not, I can't say that I'm really happy when I'm really social with lots of people. Um, I like, um, focused activities like working as a model with art and medical students. I like being by myself. I like being with plants and animals and my cat. Um, I love staring off into space. I love daydreaming. I love being with nature. I love thinking and being in my own mind, uh, creating art, daydreaming. And so David Byrne talked about 
he remembers being in high school and running for office and nobody would vote for him and he would get up and make really weird speeches and just go off on tangents and say whatever he felt like saying and apparently he really enjoyed being up on stage he felt kind of anonymous and he felt like it's almost like he was detached and didn't care that people in his high school thought he was really weird but he didn't care because he liked being on stage so it's kind of like, I mean, as a musician, you need an audience to actually like what you're doing in order to be a successful musician. Obviously, the Talking Heads were and are a successful band. David Byrne is a successful musician and visual artist, etc. But the way he described being in high school and getting on stage and making these weird speeches, and he knew, it's like he was aware enough to know that his speeches were weird, but he didn't care because he he was doing what he liked, even if other people didn't get it. And I relate to that. I relate to being a bit eccentric and kind of a little bit lonely and wishing other people would get me, but honestly feeling like most people don't get me and I actually don't get people on a certain level. I mean, I know how to be a good art model and medical model and I I have a boyfriend um, and I have a few friends, but I kind of feel like I live in my own world and sometimes I feel lonely about that and other times I feel like it's totally fine. I'm just one of these not like your typical person type of a person. Not that I'm completely weird in every way, but I generally kind of like to do things in my own way, by myself. I prefer solitude to being with others generally, not all the time, but most of the time. And um, and then there's a, a thing about beyond duality. I, I'm not into wasting my energy hating politicians, hating most of the mainstream politicians that are seduced by money in Washington, D.C., um, the current administration of the United States and um, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Actually, I like Obama a lot more than I like most. And I like Michelle and Barack Obama. They seem like more decent people than a lot of the mainstream previous people. But the, all the energy people put into hating Donald Trump and hating Hillary Clinton and hating, you know, Pence or whoever it is people hate. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the current administration at all. But I feel like it's a waste of time and actually dangerous to dehumanize them. These are actual people. Uh, they're not robots, even though they kind of seem like robots. Why waste time hating these people? Um, uh, I, I admire Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Oscavio uh, Cortez. Forgive me if I said the name wrong. Still trying to memorize how to say her name. I wish Alexandria will run for president one day when she's old enough. I like her ideas. I'm into democratic socialism, uh, swirled together with with capitalism. If we had that, then we would have a more public university and we would have public health care that would cost less than what we currently have. They wouldn't really need to raise taxes. They would eliminate a lot of the waste. And they would definitely raise taxes on corporations and raise taxes on wealthy people. But they would also end administrative waste and administrative and price gouging. If pharma wasn't allowed to price gouge, then the cost of healthcare would go way down. Nobody talks about that. And then what's the other thing? Oh, duality, beyond duality. People who think you either have to be an atheist or totally religious. People who think you have to believe in climate change or believe in... Um, you know, believe that the earth is changing on its own 
or believe that it's man-made, that, that the climate change is because of pollution and deforestation and ruining all the topsoil and polluting the planet. Personally, I believe it's both. I believe that the earth naturally does change and evolve, and I don't think that what's happening is 100% because of pollution and human activity. I, in my opinion, it's both. I think that the earth is changing on its own in addition to, it's like, why does it have to be one or the other? Why do I have to totally um, focus on thinking that it's 100% caused by human pollution or I have to 100% believe that it's nothing to do with what we're doing? It's like, that's silly. Obviously, human activity has an effect on the planet. I also think that it's naive of us to think that we are 100% controlling things in the United in in the universe not in the United States in the solar system we are one planet in the solar system and why trash the planet the bottom line for me is why trash the planet humans should not be trashing the planet so even if it's you know what I mean? Like whether it's caused by human activity or the earth is naturally evolving and changing. And again, I think it's both. I think that it's probably mostly human activity that's causing climate change. And it might also be a little bit that the earth is evolving and changing. You know, the man magnetic field, they say, is changing. Um, but all the more reason why we should be taking care of the planet, especially people who say they're religious and spiritual and they think God created the planet, all the more reason that we should be taking good care of it. Because if you love the creator and you're happy to be alive and you believe in God or Jesus or whatever, or Allah, why, why would you pollute the planet? If you think God created the planet, why would you trash it? That makes no sense to me at all. So I don't understand religious people who think it's okay to pollute and chop down all the trees. That's silly. Um, but I'm not a religious person. I'm not an atheist, but I'm not really religious at all. I believe that the universe is creating itself and we are part of that creative process. We are all creating this together. I don't believe that I'm separate from the creator. I believe we're all creators on this planet together. Um, but I'm not religious, but I'm not an atheist. So I also refuse to choose between being a total atheist or being totally religious. I'm neither. Uh, I'm also somebody who believes that the planet would be changing whether we pollute or not. But I think that we are speeding up, you know, we are helping changes become a lot more rapid and dramatic with our activity. So if you really believe, you know, that we should be taking care of the planet regardless of why, take care of the planet because this is our home and we love our planet. Um, so we should be planting more trees and expanding solar power, expanding renewable energy sources. We should be protecting the topsoil. We should be changing plant and animal agriculture to regenerative farming for both plants and animals, in my opinion, um, which means uh, regenerating the minerals in the soil. It's very important that we, instead of using art artificial synthetic fertilizers, we should be continuing to fertilize farmlands the way we used to with manure and animal blood and bones and natural matter um, to, you know, make sure the soil stays full of minerals and is healthy and good microorganisms, um, bacteria, you know, all the good bacteria 
Uh, the gut biome is very important. I'm also a fan of functional medicine, which is about working with nature in your body, um, focusing on nutrition. Sometimes you do need medication and or surgery, uh, but a lot of times if you focus on nutrition and taking care of the body with sleep and you know, if you basically do healthy things for your body to help make the best of what your body can do, then you might still need drugs or surgery. But if you do, it'll work better if you focus on improving your immune system and making sure your gut bacteria is healthy. And because we, we're full of bacteria, you know, every human has its own good and bad bacteria. So having a good, healthy gut biome is pretty important for health, uh, mental and physical health, and for the planet, the bacteria in the soil, and just, I feel like we should be taking care of the earth regardless of why, because we love it here and this is our home, so why trash it? Again, whether you're an atheist or a religious person. So beyond duality, beyond the duality of us versus them, whether it's a political party or plants versus animals, plants, uh, animal, humans versus other species, you know, religious people versus atheists, blah, blah, blah. So build bridges, not walls. <laughs> so those are just my thoughts for today. Tom Petty's birthday is tomorrow. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. He would have been 69 years old tomorrow, October 20th, 2019. Tom Petty would have been 69. I'm going to turn 51 years old on October 25th, 2019. Uh, I think I'm going to go see the movie Joker for my birthday with my friend, who's like a brother to me. I have an ex-boyfriend who's like a brother to me, and we're going to go see a movie on my birthday. And then I might go to my boyfriend's rock and roll show and dance on that night, I think, and visit my mom on the weekend. And I think I'm going to go visit my dad in Florida sometime in 2020. I don't know when working on some frequent flyer mile deal. Um, thanks for listening. This is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. I'm going to go work with medical students now, and it's a kind of a gloomy, rainy day, and I want to go get some exercise, walk around in the woods, and work with the students, and hope I can just focus on being present and enjoying life, and not going to obsessively worry about all the bad things happening in the world. It's intriguing to find out that David Byrne has some autistic traits. I think a lot of actors and musicians and artists and performers have autism traits. It helps them focus. Actually, it can be a gift. It helps you. You become obsessed with whatever your interests are, whether it's your art or your music. There's repetition involved in structure. I relate to that. So beyond duality, autism, these are just some things on my mind right now. The power of nutrition on your gut biome and your immune system. Uh, the importance of the topsoil on the planet. And just the soil in general is very important. And the health of the soil. We should be taking care of the earth. Instead of arguing about whether climate change is real or not, we should just be taking care of the planet in general just because this is our home and why, why trash the planet, you know, that's like disrespectful to the planet. So, and to ourselves, it's self-destructive. So, okay. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye. And my website, shannonkringen.com. If you want to see my artwork or connect with me on social media or read words or look at videos or music or visual art that I've created. Bye for now. Bye-bye.